Back in 2012, Chef Ricky Moore pioneered what some thought was an unlikely restaurant concept. He opened a walk-up seafood stand in Durham called Saltbox Seafood Joint, where people could order fresh local seafood dishes. Fast forward to the present day, and Chef Moore has expanded his business to include a sit-down restaurant, a food truck, and now a cookbook. It's called Saltbox Seafood Joint Cookbook, and I'm so glad that uh, Chef Moore can join us to talk about this new cookbook and about just his whole Saltbox concept. So, Ricky Moore, welcome. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you for having me. I look forward to sharing the gospel of North Carolina seafood with you. (laughs) All right. Well, let's. Why don't we? St- why don't we start with like what inspired you to do this? Well, um, I would say that uh, the most immediate thing was I was at a point in my career that I wanted to um, step into the entrepreneurial realm. Also, you know, you get to a point in your career too where you go back full circle. You know, I mean, I grew up going to little small places that were typically walk-up windows or drive-ups or what have you. You know, those always the most wonderful, memorable meals, you know, and and they typically uh, always did one thing very well. Fast forward a little bit, a trip to Singapore inspired me. In Singapore, they had what they call hawker stalls, sort of open-air food market. They have small little spaces where one or two people are doing something extremely wonderful, and people um, religiously go to these specific, um, you know, stalls after eating my way through all these stalls and everything. And now I was in a place where I wanted to do something um, that was a little bit more um, kind of feed the masses, Mm. but also reference, you know, my heritage as growing up in uh, coastal uh, North Carolina. The the, the true inspiration was, you know, me as a a, a professional chef, thinking about what I can do, a concept that I can do that people can identify with, but also – put a, um, a chef's crafted mentality with the dishes. So do you take the dishes that you grew up with and do something a little different with them? or It all depends on what it is. Uh, I'll give you a, a case in point. One of the dishes that I can uh, speak to is like, I say, okay, you know, if uh, South Carolina is known for shrimp and grits, I'm going to do crab grits, you know, because in Oriental North Carolina is where you get the best crab meat. I take locally uh, ground grits. And then I have lump crab meat, and I take the roe as well, and I make a crab roe butter. I set that to the side. I steep milk with the whole crab bodies and a lot of seasonings and spices, so I have like a crab milk. I take that crab milk and pour the grits in, all right? So I cook the grits inside this crab milk, so it's already flavored. And then what I do is take some of that crab roe butter that I made, and I fortify it with that. And then I take all the lump meat. All right, and sort of a play on she crab soup, if you will, and that makes sort of a ragu. And so that's kind of sort of a uh, really sort of a signature dish at a salt box, and people love it. I cook it on Saturdays. That's the only day I cook it because it's a special dish, and I want people to kind of come out for it. And it's just something that I used to grow up eating, but we didn't do crab and grits. What we did was fish and grits, you know, and that was a breakfast item. That's sort of an example of a uh, you know, me taking something I grew up on and kind of doing sort of a riff on it. Mm. And I was going to ask you, because you've got a whole section about grits in your book. Right. And we like to talk about breakfast on Biscuits and Bach because it's a Sunday morning. <laughs> so you just That's answered right. one of my questions. It sounds like uh, crab and grits and fish and grits. Is fish and grits, grits. typical yeah. from the New Bern area? When I grew up, it was bacon, eggs, country sausage, fat back, and, and fried fish. Mm. 
weren't tall biscuits. They were flat, but they were really tender. I like to talk about biscuits because, you know, there, there's this perception out there that if it rises, it's better. Not necessarily. For me, kind of growing up, it was more of a textural thing. It could be flat as long as it's tender. I used to watch my grandmother make them, and she would have, uh, like, a, a jar of, uh, of molasses, fat back, fried fish, scrambled eggs, grits, fried potatoes, all that sort of thing, all together. And it was <laughs> ultra delicious. You're making okay? me really ultra hungry. <laughs> That's the goal, Rachel. That's the goal. <laughs> we can't talk food and not get, you know, excited about it. You know what I mean? I know. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> all right. Well, I enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for making the time. Okay, ladies. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.